Hey everybody, how you doing? This is Bill Williamson. Uh, this is Silver and Black Pride. This is my podcast. I'm not even naming it. I'm just calling it my podcast. Who cares? What's going on? It is uh, Tuesday afternoon, day after Memorial Day. Hope you guys had a great weekend. I certainly did. Um, you know, but that's the funny thing about the NFL. There's always stuff to talk about. That's why I love covering it. Uh, right now, we're going to be doing the show once a week. Um, and just, you know, just going to basically riff on what stuff that went on, um, stuff that I think is important, not stuff that we write about on the site all the time, but just kind of verbalize it a little bit. Um, and I have a bunch of notes. Last week, I didn't do it because I had Mike Sando on. It was a great podcast. Really good. Um, so... I'm catching up on some things. So, this is interesting. Josh Jabot, who tweets about the Raiders a lot, he said, seven of the last ten years, including this year, the Raiders are going to play their Thursday night game at home. I think it's like week 15 this year against the Chargers, you know, Thursday night football. Um, that's an advantage because, you know, the home teams have an advantage on Thursday night. And uh, so that's interesting, you know. I, I think a lot of people get mad about the schedule. And the Raiders' schedule was very tough last year, but sometimes, you know, like they get a break, and so and, and I think that's one of them. Um, what else? Since I last talked to you guys, uh, Shady McCoy, the Raiders talked to him. They talked to Frank Gore. They ended up signing Devontae Booker. They want him to be the main backup. Not huge on Booker. He's been in the NFL for four years with the Broncos. Really hasn't done a whole lot. Um, the the key is Josh Jacobs. He's got to stay healthy. Um, but you know they got they got Richard. You know uh, back there they got Bowden. And these guys going to be like kind of playbook guys, change the pace or specific plays. Um, so I think that's what we're going to see. So it, it, as long as Josh Jacobs stays healthy, they're, they're going to be fine there. I don't think they need a McCoy or Gore. Although seeing a Frank Gore and and John Gruden work would have been really fun because those are two football guys. Every coach that's ever had Frank Gore just loves him because he's all ball. He's all football. And John Gruden loves those types of guys. So I think it would have been fun. Um, last week they cut Nick Nelson up. Uh, 2018 draft class not looking great. Um, you know, there's two guys on there that are starters. Three of them are gone. Three of the six are gone. Excuse me, three of the nine are gone. There's six left. Um, you know, Colton Miller and Maurice Hurst. They're, they're the starters out of this group. Um, you know, they're, they're both solid. So if you get two solid starters, it's okay. But, you know, I mean... They, they need more out of that class. I, I, I think the 217 class is horrible. Horrible. Last year was excellent. Excellent. So why this year's class is so important. Because you're not getting much out of Not getting anything out of 17. Not, not getting much out of 18. Getting a lot out of 19. You got to get out a lot out of 22. If this class hits, I think the Raiders are going to be well on their way to having a great foundation of really good young players. 
You know, last week there was a list of 25 best players under the age of 25 in the NFL. Raiders didn't have anybody. I, I expect that to change next year. I, I can see Josh Jacobs and Max Crosby both being on that list. Um, the bummer about that is not only that the Raiders didn't have anybody on the list, but the best player under 25 in the NFL is in the division, Patrick, Patrick Mahomes. And he's just the best player in the NFL, period. Period. And then the Chargers had a couple of them, and um, the Broncos had one. So it's time for the Raiders to get on that list next year, and I think that they can get both of those guys on there. I really do. Um, Pete Prisco of CBS has his top 100 list, um, and he spends a lot of time on that, and it's really interesting. There's one Raider on that list, uh, Darren Waller, number 79. If you've listened to my previous shows, you know how just impressed by Darren Waller is. I am of him. I mean, I I didn't think he was going to, because of a guy who didn't play much football, not the, the suspension part, that wasn't, but he didn't get anything done. And then he comes to the Raiders and at age 27 catches fire. That just doesn't happen much. In the National Football League. It's a great story. I'm glad I was wrong on him. And it was nothing personal. It's just, you're, you know, the, the odds are not in your favor. And he has become a great football player. You know, one of the best players at his position. At a very competitive position. Great story for the Raiders. Tremendous. Um, I think Ronnie... Hudson should have been on that list. He didn't even make honorable mention. I, I, I think he deserves to be on that list. And I think he's the Raiders' best player still. I, I do. I, I think Hudson's the best player. Maybe Waller will be the best player next year. Maybe Jacobs will be the best player next year. Maybe Max Crosby will be the best, best player next year. But right now, I think it's Hudson. Maybe Derek Carr will be the best player next year. Um, if he is, you're in great shape. You're in great shape. Uh, John Gruden said, I think he said to Jerry McDonald that, you know, Damon Arnett is old school Raider corner. They really, really like him. You know, hey, why not? Let's, I'm excited to see him play. I know the team is fired up about Amik Robertson, who's my favorite pick, the corner from La Tech. He doesn't allow separation. Receivers, he just doesn't. I'd like to see him. Uh, why not move Jordan to safety and have Robinson play as a rookie? I can see that maybe happening, and that might happen. I, I haven't. I don't know if they're discussing it. I know there's some people that would like to see that happen, but maybe in camp they say, "Hey, this is what's best for us. This kid is ready." Jordan is better as a safety. Let's do it. I mean, if, if the Raiders could have a really good secondary if some things happen, you know, if these young guys are ready, if 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 if, if Mullen is ready, it, it, you know, these things could it could be good. It could be a good secondary, you know. And you know, you got Jonathan Abrams coming back, so it it could be pretty exciting. I think. Last week at SB Nation. We had underdog week and, you know, just talked about the great underdog teams 
you know, the 1980 Oakland Raiders were one of the best underdog stories in NFL history. This team was two and three. They got Jim Plunkett has to play because Pastorini, who they traded Snake for, um, breaks his leg. Plunkett, in his third year as the backup, you know, 32 years old, had terrible, no success as the quarterback in New England and the 49ers. He gets great blocking. He has complete immediate career regeneration. He's rejuvenated. And they go 9-2 to the finish of the season, win the Super Bowl as an underdog. How awesome is that? They were wild. They were the first wild card team to win it. Great story. So I had a lot of. I talked to Mike Davis, who had the play of the year, the interception against Cleveland in the final seconds. Browns. All they had to do was kick a field goal, but you know the the, the wind was terrible. It was four degrees. It was the second coldest game in NFL history up to that point. Um, so I talked to him. I talked to Lester Hayes, who's one of my favorite Raiders. Love Lester. Talked to him. Enjoy talking to him. Um, so I had fun with that story. I've flown every story. I love covering the Raiders for SB Nation. I love it. Uh, over the cap, and uh, I think Josh DeBoe got this, but it was from over the cap. The Raiders have spent the second most on offense in the NFL three of the last four years, including this year. And this year, their second offense, the 15th on defense. They're spending a lot of money. They have to start when it, it has to start resulting in wins, right? It has to. It has to. Um, we talked, you know, there's rumor that the Jets may trade Jamal Adams. I wrote about it the other day. Got a lot of engagement on that story. Um, you know, I could see the Raiders making a move for him potentially. He's a great player. They have the means. I don't care that Abram's a, a similar player. You, you figure that out. Safeties in today's NFL – are, are, are interchangeable as far as positions, so that's not a problem. And he, he'd be expensive, but I, if the Jets get to the point of trading him, and maybe it's after this season, um, I think the Raiders should seriously consider it. It might be expensive, but that's the way it goes. I mean, at this point, the Raiders got an, a good foundation of young players, especially if this class hits. So getting really special superstar players to sprinkle into that that roster mix, you got to do it. And this kid's only 24 years old. So, yeah, if it gets to that point, and I don't know if it will, and a lot of people think he might end up in Dallas, and that's where he wants to end up, but I'll bet he wants to be a Raider too. I bet he'll want to be a Las Vegas Raider. That's the thing about – I always say how good of a thing this – because players are going to want to be part of the Las Vegas deal. The Raiders are going to be a real destination forever now. And that's cool. Came up a little uh, trivia question by accident. I was looking something up last week, and I think th the answer is two. What – how many – quarterbacks who went on to the Hall of Fame were drafted by their team right after that team went to the Super Bowl. I think it's just two. 
It's Snake Stabler, 68. Raiders were in the Super Bowl the season before. And Dan Marino, the Dolphins were in the Super Bowl when, when he was drafted. Stabler was in the second round. Marino dropped to number 27 in the first round. Pretty pretty cool, right? Fun, fun trivia question. So, yeah, and I love that the Raiders are represented in that. Um... I'm gonna. Who do you think's underrated Raider? I'm gonna be writing about that probably today. Um, you know, who who's underrated? Is it Eric Harris? Is it is Derek Carr underrated? Who's your most underrated Raider? Think about that. I'm gonna write something about that. The league is. I'm gonna leave you on this. The league is thinking about having a, a rule where it's 4th and 15, you can have a 4th and 15 play rather than go for an onside kick. You can do it twice in a game. I don't, can't see anybody doing it wanting and do it more than twice a game. I love it. I'm a, a football purist. I'm a football snob. I usually don't like rule changes. Like I don't like the fact that the play, playoffs are now seven teams. I think it's waters down the postseason. I don't think it's necessary. I don't think that seventh team in any conference is good enough to make the playoffs, but that's just my thoughts. Um, fourth and 15, I think it's fun. I think it's going to bring some real juice to the game. You're going to see it late in games, and I bet John Gruden will love to that. I bet he'll have a – he's kind of a gambler, right? Um, I, think it, I think it could be a lot of fun, so we'll see. I we'll hope that passes. So, guys, hope you enjoyed it. This quick show, you know, it's May. It's catching up on some things. Be here next week. I really appreciate you guys. I really do. Thank you so much. This is Bill Williamson. This is Silver and by Pride. We will talk to you soon. Have a great week.